So we're back for volume two of our best of podcast series. There's only two, so don't worry. We're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get right back. You're all to caught up. <laughs> regularly scheduled programming, but this time we thought. So last time we did, we pulled clips and we said this is the best stuff for financial. Mm-hmm. You know how to save money and how to get out of debt and all that kind of stuff. This one, it's going to be a little more real talk about your habits and your mindset. Yeah, we just want to make sure that y'all understand that we understand. Yeah, we know that you know that we know that you know. That financial coaching is just as much life coaching as it is anything else. Like it's all grouped together. It's all one. And so we did a lot of life coaching talks way back in the day when we were still, um, when our business was basically four different businesses in one. But we want to bring some of that back and really make sure we hit on the importance uh, of some mindset and habit things that we talked about. It only takes one moment to get back on track. Right. So compare that to what your brain makes it mean, right? Your brain is like, does not have any cognitive dissonance. So it's it's black or white. It's not two things at once. So all the things, you're on a diet, you're working out, you're not cluttering, you're not spending, yeah, you're right. not using credit cards. And all of a sudden uh, your brain is like, well, it's over. Yeah. The one time that you messed yeah. up. Your brain is trying to tell you that it's that it's over. And the reality is, is that is not the case. We're t- giving you a little tip today to say that does not have to be the, the true statement that your brain tells you. Yeah. It's not all or none. And what is so simple? So what happens is you go in this downward spiral. Mm-hmm. So it only takes one moment to get back on track. Instead of saying, okay, I got, I messed up dinner or I, I used my credit card. Using that almost as an excuse mm-hmm. to keep like going. A right. Or a crunch, crunch, sorry, a crutch. <laughs> R. We're going with the crutch. Yes. Um, keep going down that downward spiral. You can just what however, however many little moments you've had, you can say right now, yeah, all it takes is one meal. If you eat healthy again one time, you're immediately back on track. Yeah. If you don't use your credit card next time, you're immediately back on track. One decision mm-hmm. away from being on track. Yeah, it's like your brain is trying to tell you that you're either this person or you're that person. And the reality is, is that you're not. You can be both. You just have to train your mindset and your habits mm-hmm. um, to react that way. Right. And and that's really good. You have to train your brain. You have to train it because so many times it's like, well, I'll wait till New Year's. Or I'll wait till Monday. <laughs> or I'll or... wait till Monday or whatever. That's when I'm going to get back on track. But let's let's not do that. There's not necessary because all of the minutes that you're wasting, mm-hmm. the, the money that you're wasting, the calories that you're wasting, you don't need to wait, right? There's no, you're there. There's none of that. You make the decision right now and you can be right back on track. Um, the next lesson that she learned is I need better friends. Listen <laughs> at 17. Yes. And it's just so fun to watch because how long does it take you to learn? I am giving a lot in this relationship. Mm. And I'm not getting anything back or I, or they're taking advantage of me or they're not being nice to me or they're not being there for me or any of those things. They're not making me be a better person. Yeah. Any level of that. Like we just give a lot of times we're people pleasers or we give so much to relationships. It takes a long time before you wake up and think, wait, should I, should I have this relationship? (laughs) And, and you know, for most of us, that's like in your late twenties, early Mm thirties, if you're lucky. Right. And you're like, these people are, are kind of bringing me down, you know, or, or they're, they're being mean or they're not lifting me up or they're not, they're not being there for me when I need them. And I, it's all me giving, 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 whatever, whatever the relationships are. She's learned this lesson at 17. Yeah. She's over here. Like they only want me to go out to eat. Nobody wants to go to the gym with me. I'm like, well, cause part of, uh, if you've ever read or a good book to read is, uh, Dominic habits with James clear. 
he's talking about being in the community of what the goal is that you want. Mm -hmm. You need to be around people that have the same goal as you because it will help you. And she's like, none of my friends want to go to the gym. I'm like, you need new friends. Yes. <laughs> we talked about that. And, and, and it's not that you necessarily have to leave everybody behind, but it's okay to acknowledge that you might be growing apart from people or you have different goals and that you want to befriend people that yeah. are, that are doing the things yeah. in life that you want to do. <laughs> and when you are doing those things, so when she's going to the gym, um, if your thing is, you know, you're going to church and if you're um, at the kids ball field and you find a group of moms that have the same interests and beliefs and values and, and um, morals as you, then it's like, oh, then you find these new people where, you know, you can pray about it too, girl, that God is a huge factor in all of that yeah. um, and asking him to build and help you um, form relationships. But it is okay to find new friends. It is yeah. okay to go seek new people right. and you will find them around. Like, I think it was a, it's a funny thing when people and boys would say, I'm trying to find a girlfriend or whatever. And it's like, you don't find him at a bar, you find him in church, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so go where you are going to be and the people that you need to be around will be there. Just be being aware that your friends will mm -hmm. either be helping or deterring from your goals. That's important. The goal is not to fill everything. The goal is to make sure what's important is in there and then you should really challenge yourself to have as much white space in your schedule as you possibly can. Right. And as much buffer and margin I had, um, my coach last year told me, cause I was like, Oh, I'm just, everything's so busy. And truly it was, <laughs> you yes. remember that time? Yes, and I was like, I but, um, one thing that she had me do, which was really helpful for me mentally, um, or at least I started doing it because of her advice is to highlight in my schedule when I wasn't, when I wasn't having to do anything. <laughs> Hmm. And that was a really good practice because it was not much, but then, but then it, when I did have it, it really helped me to feel less crazy and it helped me to start putting in some boundaries, obviously. So having buffer and, and, and white space in your schedule is mm -hmm. really important. And the, the truth is pe most people underestimate how long it's going to take them to do anything by, we don't do that at all. 50% minimum. But anyway, so add that in on purpose, like add in. Oh, I only, I have 30 minutes where no, nothing's happening. You know, add that in on purpose. Yeah. Or it's like, it's 30 minutes on a good day when realistically, normally it takes you 45 or an hour, which is fine. Like it's okay to say it takes a little extra time to get mm -hmm. something done because we would rather you have buffer than feeling like you are back to back to back or you mm -hmm. feel like you're back to back to back on something or this is how it's supposed to be. No, you don't have to constantly feel rushed all the time chunk it down. So say you want to lose 40 pounds, right? Well, how do you, how do you actually take, let's lose 40 pounds and, and chunk it down into a realistic weekly or daily goal, right? So that's what we're talking about when we say chunk it down, chunk it down. And you're going to give yourself that momentum in the beginning, because we are all motivated by success. Like mm -hmm. you can say you're motivated by blur, 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 blur. We're all motivated when we see success, when you mm -hmm. see the scale Results. go down. Yeah. Results. When you see your num the numbers go up or down, depending on which, what, whatever the goal is, that is what motivates you mm -hmm. to keep going. There can be other things maybe, but that's the number one. So you want to get those as soon as possible. So in the same way, like the debt snowball works where you pay off one credit card and you put that money that you were paying on that to the next one, the same can go if you're thinking any other goal. So for example, for losing weight, if we say all I'm going to do this first month is lose three pounds, thinking about the habits and the mindset and the, the, the energy that you are going to put into just losing those three pounds, you're going to be able to add that to whatever yeah. you do on February or whatever the next month is. You're already going to have that. That's going to be your baseline. I'm I, okay. Now I don't, I don't snack at night or whatever it is already. I, that's that's done. one, my thing yeah. done. Now, what am I going to, and you can compound all of your wins 
uh, as you build one success at a time. So then the best way to do it is to write out and think, and, and this is what we're talking about relationship with your goal today. What am I going to do today that will get me closer to my goal? If you can write that out, answer that for yourself every morning, like it's going to make a huge difference. Well, and it's almost like you're telling on yourself, <laughs> right? So you're having to answer to yourself for when you ask yourself that question and you physically write it down. Um, it does make a difference and it does matter. So just, just try it. It's really cool to have this conversation with yourself in the morning because like Vanessa said, you're, you're checking in, you're being honest with yourself. Okay. If I am committed to this, if I really do want this, what am I going to do today? about it, right? What am I doing about it? And you may, maybe going to, you may have maybe going to be doing something, mm -hmm. but now you're for sure definitely going to be doing something, right? So it's very, it's a way of being super intentional. If you do this and you make it small and achievable, you're not trying to um, like win the marathon every right. day, you're going to build trust with yourself. And that is, that is priceless. Um, it's so if we know that good things come from hard work and we're going to lean into that, I, I, that's mm -hmm, what we do right. here at Idol Balance. Yep. Like we lean into that. We don't shy away from it. Um, we accept it, right. acknowledge it and push forward. <laughs> yeah. And if we can accept that and do that, then we're able to anticipate and overcome the moments when our toddler brains mm -hmm. try to talk us out of the hard work. Because um, let's be real. Yeah. Our toddler brains, they, they're still there, guys. Yeah. They well, still throw their temper tantrums. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And, um, and that's okay. And yes. we're going to let them have their little timid tantrum and then we're going to move on and keep going. Right. But what's the worst that can happen with that, Sheena? I mean, the worst thing you can do is feel a feeling. Mm -hmm. That's it. Let, let your little brain have its temper tantrum. Yep. Just like if it was a toddler at the store at the checkout line where they put the candy, which is not even okay. It's not fair. So your brain can have its fits and want what it wants, but you don't have to give in just like you don't for a timid tantrum. Yep. Good things come to those who work hard and are disciplined. We have this uncanny ability to see all that you're capable of. We can see you as you were created to be. We can see you as God yeah. de desires for you to be and what he created you to do. When we see you shying away from that or mm -hmm. cowering away or whatever the right, the, the, the hard truth word is, right. um, we feel it in our souls. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. And it's funny how an outside person can see that so clearly, right? Yeah. So it's like our kids. Sometimes they say things or they do things, but you as parents can see the bigger picture, see the bigger vision um, that sometimes they just can't see. But it's the same thing when you're consulting an outside person looking in. They can see something different than you can see because sometimes you're just too close to it. Right. Well, and, and the other thing is like, so when we say, you know, because we say people are way down distracted mm -hmm. and not thriving, right? People are just in survival mode. Um, and that's not, that's not okay. You have one life, right? You have one life yeah. to feel like you're living it to the fullest that you were created to do. And, 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 and so surviving is not good enough or for you, for us. Mm -hmm. We don't believe that. Today we want to talk about morning rituals yeah. and you're probably like, girl, I don't have time for that. We get it. We understand that. But it might be just the one thing that's missing from your life mm -hmm. that can make the biggest difference and actually be the biggest game changer. What you need to do is create this container for your self-care. A lot of times we think, well, I don't have time. Everybody else needs me to do this and that and the other. And I don't want to be selfish and take, take time. But it's actually selfless mm -hmm. because um, if you don't show up for yourself and make sure you're full and you're ready and mm -hmm. you're full of energy and the right intentions and the right emotion and the right vibes, then you can't show up for everyone else the way that you want to, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're not showing up for them the way that you want to, what are you even doing? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. well, um, hey, like, our kids aren't going to show up for us. Love them. Yeah, they're not going to step into mom role, right? Right. We we want to do all the things. We want to do it well. We want right. to do it right. You just you can't do that, like Shana said, if you're not filling your cup up first. Right. 
And so if you're not, the truth is, if you're not doing a morning ritual, you're robbing every person mm -hmm. and cause that you say you care about of the best version of yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because instead they're getting like the 50% or the 60% version of you. And that's not cute. No, because you have all this stuff in your head and your mind that you want to do, or you're going to get done or things that you're thinking about, and it's just not going to work. So if it's hard for you to do those things um, for you, and a lot of times, like she said, you don't want to take that time for you, then do it for them and hire a life coach to work on the part, um, the first part of that sentence, right? So a lot of times, again, it's hard for us to create that time and space for ourselves. We get that, but be the best version that you can for your family, for your, for your friends, for your coworkers, for your boss, for your children, whoever, for your dogs. Hey, we have dog lovers out there, right? So be the best version um, for them and so that way you can get everything done. Right. And um, I do have to pause there and say if you find it hard for you to do stuff for yourself, mm -hmm. then there's some things going on and we need to talk about that later. Yes. Okay. But other than that, yes. um, another objection people often have with the morning rituals is that they're not a morning fine, morning person. And again, we have this like, okay, do we want the big, put your big girl panties answer on, like get over it? Right. Or... Um, on the other hand, we can we can be nice, a little more gentle and say, well, just start small. Just get up five minutes mm -hmm. earlier and then maybe try to do 10 minutes and do something small that's for you that sets the intention for the day, right? Yeah. We're not asking y'all to start your morning ritual at 3 a.m. Like that. <laughs> that's not what we're doing. Um, once your brain learns to look forward to this, right? Once, it, once you're training it, like she said, baby steps, five minutes and then 10 minutes, um, and then your body gets used to it. But once, once your brain looks forward, it becomes dopamine, right? right. Like it hits you and you're excited yep. and then you can move to 15 minutes and then bit by bit, more by more. And so, um, you become a morning person by training your brain that it's fun and it's worth it to get up earlier. You'll begin to enjoy your morning routine and you'll begin to see the effects of doing it in all areas of your life. And that's how you train your brain. Mm -hmm. So the, the deal is, is don't We're worry. It. Right. Fine. Don't worry if you're not. You can just start small and eventually you'll get to the point where you like it so much and you're seeing so much reward and value and your mm -hmm. body's kind of getting used to it that you'll be that annoying morning person that you used to hate. It's, it's like the only time of day when you get to just be you. Mm -hmm. And that small, quiet time mm -hmm. of the morning where you are just who you really are without any of the other expectations or roles that you play in life, that is something really special. And um, it's really hard to get that any other time during your day, right? Mm -hmm. And it's who you are before your mom. <laughs> it's who you are before your yes. wife. It's who you are before you get dressed. It's who you are before you go into the Work. world. And, and that's like that little... I always think of it like the little girl version of you that you may have kind of lost a little bit along the way mm -hmm. as everything else kind of happened in life. You can just be her and it's, um, and you owe that to yourself. It's really special. Um, if, you, if anybody's read John Maxwell on leadership and everything, he's so amazing. Mm -hmm. Love him so much. And one of his quotes is that everything rises and falls on leadership. And I remember reading that and in the frame of mind and context that I was reading, I was like, so everything rises and falls on mom's leadership <laughs> because as Vanessa said, and you know, mom kind of, uh, leads the way. Right. So if, for example, if mom is on a healthy eating kick, guess what everybody else say? That means they're doing that too. Right. Everyone else is eating healthy. Mom is on her game as far as the schedule and time and, and routines. Guess what? And we're all kicking butt. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is. However, 
in the same fashion, if mom's in a rut or mom's falling into bad habits, mm-hmm. um, this everyone else seems Slowly to but surely to be as well. And then like if mom is cranky, short temper, and I'm saying this from extreme close personal yes. experience for both when of us. Mom is cranky, short tempered, and impatient. Amazingly, mm-hmm. everyone else is. So if I ever find, you know, that sibling those siblings, if I ever find that they are being ugly to each other, I'm like, oh, I have been ugly to them. That's, mm-hmm. it's always, and not that it's my fault, right? Not that they, they have an excuse, but I can always relate one to the other. And yeah. it's just, whether it's good or bad or fair or not, mom is setting the tone in the home. For sure. I mean, there's many a days where my husband has come, has come home and I am in not the best of mood, whether the kids weren't listening or they had too much homework or we have too many things going on in the afternoon. And, you know, because I'm already frustrated, he can feel it when he walks in the house and, and it just doesn't end well. Right. Right. But if your husband comes home and you got music on and you're excited and yeah. you're helping the kids with their homework or making dinner or whatever, but turning the frustration into what can be positive. How can I turn this and be thankful and grateful and be blessed and, and just use it for good. If you can do that, then it just completely changes everyone's mood in the home. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that this is all true, whether you stay at home or you work from home or you work out of the home and it doesn't matter who gets home first or whatever, what we're saying, because we're talking to you and you're, you're our our close personal friend, um, is that even though you have all of those other hats that may happen, you're still the CEO of the home. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that we mom sets the tone. Yeah. Right. So what we get to do then is decide how do we want to set mm-hmm. the tone? And this is across, like Vanessa said, there is some division of labor. There's usually, you know, some people are more in charge of other things or whatever, but you get to decide if you want to do this positively or negatively. And sometimes I feel like we, um, we give up, we don't, we don't take ownership of being, being able to set the tone that way. And then, and then we're surprised we're surprised. Like I have so I have several or, clients or caught off guard. Yeah, caught off guard yeah. for sure. Several clients that are just dumbfounded that sh- they're making these healthier foods, and their family's like, "Oh, this is great. Love this. Is this. Such good food." They're Mom. stealing her meal prep and everything, and this happens. This happened over and over, and yeah. it's like you lead the way. You get to decide how everyone else, for the for better or worse, for the most part. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to sneak their ruffles. Right. I mean, was that just my husband? <sighs> or they're or they're going to you know they're going to get some yeah. other stuff. But you're you get to lead the way on that, whether or not you're doing it for on purpose or not. Okay. And whether or not you realize it, I think that's another thing. It's like, you may not even realize that this is happening, but it is. And we've had so many sessions with clients where, you know, like Shana said, Oh, I'm cook, I'm cooking healthier. And Oh my gosh, my kids are eating it. Or my husband's loving it. Or, Hey, I'm doing a budget and my husband's interested. He's on board. He's seeing that it's working. He wants to know what I'm doing and how things are changing, you know? And then we had another client. She's like, I'm, I'm on a schedule and everything is happening. My kids are loving me telling them this is the time block they're doing A, B, C, and D and not, you know, we're not going to do this right now. We're going to, you do this other thing and they're on board with that. So it really does start and fall, stop and start, excuse me, with mom. Here's a question. What tone are you setting Mm -hmm. there? So there's a quote from Spider-Man, which actually comes from the Bible, right? Much is given, much is expected, right? Mm -hmm. There's that, or, you know, faithful, the Bible versus like faithful Faithful. with a little, you get a lot. And then in Spider-Man, it's, with great power comes great responsibility, you know, and I feel like that's true for moms too. With great power, you have, you have, you have this whole household. You have these little people that you are all powerful over. Yes, you are. You are a superwoman. You birthed a human. You are powerful. Yeah. And that's a lot of power, but it's a lot of responsibility too. So you are basically, I think what we've gotten out of this is you are like Spider-Man. So just own it and go and go for it. Yes, for sure.
So this relates to the disease is not natural, right? So we always hear that people are on medication or they're on this or on that, or they're classified as having this type of disease. Um, and that's not a real, th I mean, that's not a natural thing. And so it's a very clear red flashing signs that there's something wrong, right? And so we just want to address that. Yeah, your, your body's natural state is to be healthy and strong. And I think that- By itself. All, just regular. By itself. Just regular. <laughs> Now it's like we've traded that reality where it seems like a lot of people believe the natural state is to be sick and, and frail or sick and diseased. Like that's just regular. That's normal. In and out of doctors all the time. And it's not. And on medication. Yeah. And yeah. But it's not. It's not how you're designed and it's not true like scientifically. That's not how you're created for the most part. Obviously, some people do actually are born with unfortunate circumstances. Right. When there is a disease or something like that, your body is signaling, like she said, red flashing, neon signs, all the things, something is very wrong, right? So when we get to that point, it's bad. Okay, so we're eating this food, and then obviously, like we talked about, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. We don't know what all is in there. It's a lot of bad things, let's just be honest. And then, but then again, there's chemicals and preservatives and other yeah. things that are helping to preserve all of that in your very own body. And um, not only is it helping you preserve fat in your body, it's helping you preserve those chemicals in your body mm -hmm. so that they can't, they just, because fat cells are a great storage, great storage. So all those toxins. They just get bigger and then they, because they're just putting all the toxins inside just, of the fat it's cells. A, it's a fun, comfy home for toxins. So it's it great. No, it's not, but obviously. They're very happy in there. <laughs> you have to get them out. Oh my gosh, it's really hard. And it's also why losing weight can be its own thing because yeah. those toxins get really stupid. But anyway, the point is it's all gross. So don't eat it. Okay. Um, and so then what happens when we're eating all that processed food? Um, your body doesn't know what to do with it. Like I love the, the idea that that real food comes what I call like installation directions on it. Like the avocado yeah. that you eat, your body's like, oh, here are the instructions, right. how to use this, how to digest it. I know what exactly to get rid of. how to process right. it. Yeah. Um, and then processed food literally is the opposite. It creates like this, like if you can, I just imagine like the, the panic buttons being pushed and like red lights and sirens, like, oh, what do we do? What do we do when you eat this process? That's what happens in your body. I am, I envision like the war, like the, three, yeah. the movie 300, <laughs> like yeah. all these warriors are like geared up and ready to go. <laughs> and they're like, ah, trying to fight against all these, these chemicals and preservatives. Yeah. They have no idea. And again, your body is very smart. It's very intelligent. It's going to... Uh, try to right. find a way to figure it out, but it is not what it, what that process is doing to us and making right. us ill because they're never allowed to process it naturally. Right. It's just ruining our insides. We basically have, unless you're very intentional, you have zero food choice options. Most of what people are eating are food-like substances, mm -hmm. and that's really gross. <laughs> yeah. And so when you think of what, what does that mean? Um, well, you have, let's look at oatmeal, right? Yeah versus steel cut oats versus quick oats, right? Like there is so many different versions of the oat that are in the store and deciding which one is better for you, right? So start off, um, it starts off as a really good option when you think of, hold on. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say that part. Well, I'm just gonna let you, I should just let you do this podcast. No, I'm serious, I'm not in a bad way, not in a bad way. That, that, did, I, that did not mean to come off in a bad way at all. Um, just like, cause this is more of your wheelhouse stuff. Well, so the oatmeal, the oat, you know, it starts off the oat, the oat, <laughs> it starts off as God's perfect nutrition, like plan for nutrition. It's so beautiful. There's carbohydrates and vitamins and, and you did minerals a really good job. And it's like 
perfect the way it is. And that's how we're supposed to consume it. And then, so when we're talking about food like substances, this is the nicest example we're going to give you, right? Is oatmeal. So we have steel cut oats are the best example. Instead of, you know, it's not, it's still processed, but it's the least processed, right? Literally all they do is cut that, that, um, that oat or whatever in half and or whatever size, yeah. and then you get it. Then you have the next option, which are rolled oats, which used to be, I think, like the most popular mm-hmm. right, option, um, which means they flatten it. And when they flatten it, that means your body doesn't have to flatten it. Your body needs to be doing that part of the process, right? You're losing nutrition every step of this process. Um, and, and you're also losing what your body gets out of having to do its own processing. Okay. And then, so you have the rolled oats, which I I don't even know if those are as common anymore. Now you have all those packages of instant. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so what is the difference with instants? Well, instant oats, they cook them. That's it. So first of all, they, they do that. They flatten them, they steam them, they cook them, and then they dry them out and give them back to you as if there's any remaining. And they grind them down. Right. And there's any remaining nutrition left for you to get in your body. Like there's not, it's all gone by then. It's all gone. And then, but you, because you're trying to be healthy, you're like, oh, I'll have oatmeal. Oatmeal is oh, a great this, option. I'm busy. Instant oats. See, I'm being so healthy. And you don't even know. Yeah. And and that's just, like I said, that's the nicest right. version. Well, <laughs> and we're also in a society where we want quick and easy and like fast, right. right? And so you see the instant oats or the quick oats, and you're like, that's what I want. It's still oatmeal, but it's the quick. Well, the problem with that, like Shana said, they have taken the oat and now grinded it in, like put it through a grinder in a machine. So that way, all you literally have to do is put water and it poofs up immediately. Mm-hmm. And so it's quick, but yeah. that's not, like she said, there isn't the, the amount of nutrients that has already gone. Right. Like, and it's then, been depleted. Yeah. And then what they do is they add a bunch of stuff, oh, right? Sugar they add all the sugar and probably, who knows what else they add. We don't even know. We should have, we should look at the ingredient list, but, and, and that has its whole, we'll talk about that in a minute. That has its whole nother problem. But the point is that is the nicest version of a food like substance example that we can give you. There is soda. Like there's so many soda. I don't even know. Like what about, Oh my gosh, even my dog. Listen, let me tell you when I took Odie to the vet, they try to give him a dog biscuit and he's like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And then they try to put, they try to give him, um, canned cheese, Ew. which let's be real, that's not cheese. Anyway, and he's like, what is that? My dog is a, a food snob. I had no idea. And um, and then they try to give him the cheese on the biscuit. And then he's like, none of this is real food. When I am getting spoilt, I get like a little po- fat from the pork chop or whatever. What is this that you're giving me? Anyway, so um, it's just funny that those are yeah. food-like substances, right? right? They're and not if, real. And the same example of that, if you stick fake food and real food on the ground and watch which one the ants Oh, that's such a fun. Yeah. Which, watch which one they will go after. They will never touch the fake processed food. They because won't. they will die. Yeah. And it's gross. <laughs> yeah. So. And so will you. It just takes longer. Yeah. Anyway, all, all everything in the store that doesn't look like it looks in nature mm-hmm. for the most part is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's anything that's processed, right? And it's all food-like substances. So we want to figure out how to get from stuck to taking action. And that's what we're going to do today, right? Yeah. Yeah, and most of the time it's because we've made this problem, whatever the problem is, some big ambiguous cloud in yeah, our head. Yeah. Like it's this big problem, it's this huge weight. Um, and if we really took the time to think about it and brainstorm, it's not it's not all that bad. Yeah. Well, and I think the ambiguous cloud in our head is important because it's not like, oh, I just have to take the trash out. Like if that was in your head, you would just take the trash out, right? Because why though? Because you know what to do. And it's one step. Yeah. And it's one step. But instead it's like, 
the junk room. And it's like, if I just think about it, like the junk room. Dun, is, dun, dun. Yeah. Sorry, like, that was really important. Yeah, I did super, that. <laughs> it's important. It's exactly how it happens in your head. And then it's like, oh, I can't even think about that. That's yeah. just too, but because it's ambiguous, but. So the first thing you want to do is name it. Yes. Give that little nagging thought, give whatever the job is, give it a name. Yep. So you know what exactly it is that you're going to be working yeah, on. Yeah. Call it out, like call it out of your brain and onto a piece of paper. And then like you're halfway there. You really are. I think it also brings it to life. Right. It like makes it an actual thing yes. now. And so then you can start um, tackling it. So we're going to name it. And then we're going to put some um, bullet points because you know what bullet points do? They make it so it's not a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Bullet they're, points, not, they're not full sentences. No, they can be <laughs> one word. They can be two words. They can be up to like, you know, 10 words as long as they don't go in the next line because yeah. then it's no longer a bullet. So we're going to put bullet. Be as specific as you want on this bullet point list whether that's going to the store, buying the stuff, prepping the room or whatever, but it still works the same way. Yeah. And make sure you brain dump every small part. So it's not like meal prep, right? Like it's like brains or, or meal plan and then write out a list and then go to the store and then make breakfast or, or whatever. You know, like it's got to break it down. Don't make, make all of these tasks, like something you can do individually bite size, yeah. bite size in a small amount of time as much as possible right um and that is the goal of the exercise and it's not um it's not to edit or anything like that it's just to get it all out of your head so once you have that list unfortunately that's not actually enough to get everything done do i don't mean? know if you know but that's a very awesome first step yeah okay and now you're going to categorize and prioritize everything on your list sometimes she has trouble motivating herself to start the project, like whatever the action item is. In this particular case, it was the pantry, I think. And she's like, I can't, she said, quote, I can't predictably cause it, which was the motivation to do it. She's like, when I do it, I feel great. Right. It, I get results. It works. I know that. And when I'm doing it, I, I actually feel enjoy good. it. Yeah. And it's, it's great afterwards, but getting started, I just can't seem to predictably cause it. Like sometimes she does it, sometimes she doesn't. And talked about how she can predictably cause it <laughs> because, um, you know, the, the thing is in order to get yourself started, you just, you, or, or in order to accomplish the thing, you just have to figure out a way to get started. In this case, what helped her to predictably uh, cause it was getting her child involved, which is something that I do too. I, t I was telling Vanessa, I, if I'm going to do any sort of reorganization or decluttering, I have my kids take everything out. So if it's my bookshelf or the Tupperware or the lawn, the uh, hall closet or whatever it is, even my my clothes. I've, I've coined that name, by the way, my clothes, my clothes, whatever it is. I just have them take everything out mm -hmm. because I know, first of all, you're not going to leave that all out. Right. Yeah. And I know that that like getting started part, that is the only hurdle. Once it's yep. started, you're going to finish. And so that's what we discovered. She had done that with her son, um, had had him start going through it. And then also, he also didn't do it the way she liked it. So then she had to jump in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I, nobody's ever experienced that. <laughs> so it was just really great. She, um, you know, we, we discovered this is how this is how you predictably cause it. This is how you get started. Mm -hmm. You just find a way to as easily get started as possible. It's the same thing if, if we're coaching people with like working out. Okay, just do five minutes. That's all mm -hmm. I want you to do. I just want you to put on tennis shoes and walk or I just want you right. to do, you know, five minutes of push-ups or whatever it is, whatever it is, because that start, if you can just yeah. get through that start, you will do more. 
Yeah. And I love, um, like I'm the same way when we go to do our project, it's okay, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what kid doesn't want to make a mess, right? So you're, you're telling your child to pull all this stuff up and throw it out or like throw it in a pile yeah. and put it right here and make a big mess. Yeah. They're in like yep. done. Yep. And so, and you as a, as a mom are like, oh, I can't leave it like that. So now I am forced right. to finish the project that I have been avoiding for forever. Um, and just getting them involved anyways is such yeah. a good Good. I, we tell our clients, it doesn't matter whether it's home organization or eating healthy or finances or whatever, get your kids involved. They want to help you reach your goals. Right. And um, it's they're, a learning opportunity too. It is. Yeah. And they're so excited to help you reach your goals. For sure. Um, yeah. They want to be part of that. So yeah, I, I have another, we have another client that her daughter is the reason that she goes on her walks. Like she's been doing a great job um, with her exercise and her food, but the daughter is the one that's like pulling her out the door to mm -hmm. do the, the daily walks that she's supposed to do to get her steps. And so kids are definitely a big help um, there. And, and like Vanessa said, they want to help you. They actually, they, they do want to find a way to return all of the help that you've given them. Um, yeah. So they, they would love to. And also they just have so much energy and they need something to do with their lives anyway. So you might as well have them help you. And useful, like yeah. useful things to do in their life. Yep, yeah. For sure. And like you said, a learning opportunity, but here's the key, whatever it is that you're ha you're finding um, difficult to start to have motivation, just, Find the easiest, simplest way to get started. Um, so or whatever the biggest task is, um, whatever it is on your to-do list or on your goals or whatever that you just can't seem to find the motivation, take the, make the bias for starting. Like the yeah. most important What's the thing. the 1%? Yeah. What can I do to just make starting as easy as possible? What if we told you you could create your budget and be fully set up to manage your own money in one hour? Yeah, we coach women how to budget, get out of debt, and save money using very specific mind-blowing systems yeah. that take all the stress and guesswork out of managing your finance. That's what we talk about on this podcast. Yes. Until now, we've exclusively done this through one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now we've put it all together in a bite-sized workshop just for you. Bite-sized. The workshop is designed to eliminate the overwhelm and help you get started really quick. Get it going. It's time to embrace that smart, organized, financially confident woman inside of you, girl. So our budget power workshop is on pre-sale now. Click the link in the show notes or go to myidealbalance.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Yeah.